0: Good morning, colleagues. Today, a deep dive into five-minute coaching. This is a special edition of the Assistant Principal Podcast, inspired by some work I did with nine assistant principals yesterday as part of our APEX program. If you aren't an APEX member, you can learn more about it at frederickbuskey.com APEX. For the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to assume that you are familiar with 5-Minute Coaching. If you aren't, you can go to frederickbuskey.com backslash resources and download a one-pager. 5-Minute Coaching is a five-step process in which we begin with an acknowledgement or greeting, ask three questions in sequence, what went well, what surprised you, is there anything you would do differently, and then close with a thank you. So it would sound something like this. Hey, I really appreciated being able to drop in on your math lesson yesterday. Tell me what else went well. Teacher talks. And I listen. And then I just say, and were there any surprises? I'd be quiet. I listen. Teacher talks. And then finally, I just say, is there anything that you would do differently? Listen. Teacher talks. And then I finish with a fifth step, which is, Thank you i really appreciated this time see you later so that's it in a nutshell but of course there is more to it than that so without further ado let's (laughs) deep let's dive deeper into five minute coaching so first clarify the real purposes behind five minute coaching there are four the primary purpose of five minute coaching is to help teachers become more reflective And we do that because five-minute coaching creates the space in which teachers can pause, step away from their busy day, and really think deeply about their practice. So number one, help teachers become more reflective. And if that's all that you achieve through five-minute coaching, then that's a huge victory. The second piece is to show teachers that you value them. Resources are scarce, and the most scarce resource is time because you can never create more time. When you take even those three to five minutes out of your day and you just stop and give a teacher your undivided attention and you listen, that is an incredible gift and it communicates that you value the teacher and you value their practice. The third purpose behind five-minute coaching is to help you understand what's happening In the classroom but also more generally in your building by doing multiple five minute coaching sessions and then the fourth thing is also about you and it's to improve your listening skills the great thing about five minute coaching is that because you are not giving feedback and you are not giving a response you don't have to be thinking about what you're gonna say or how you're gonna respond to the teacher you can be hundred percent focused on what they're saying. And that's a huge benefit to you. So five minute coaching is an easy, low investment strategy. We tend to make it more complicated than it needs to be. And that's part of what this deep dive is going to go into. There are other observation strategies and other coaching strategies that are more complicated. Think of five-minute coaching as hitting the drive through at Bojangles or Wendy's or whatever your um, du jour is. It's not sitting down to a meal. It's just running through and picking up some fast food. So it's not the best thing, but it might be the most accessible thing. And, and the value of five-minute coaching is that it is easy It takes really low effort, you don't need a lot of time. So it's a perfect strategy for busy leaders. Now, five-minute coaching can actually have a really powerful impact over time. One or two sessions of five-minute coaching, um, it may lead teachers to understanding something or seeing a, a particular aspect of their practice. But the real value of five-minute coaching is applying it throughout a building over time because here's what happens first teachers begin answering those questions routinely without you being there to ask them so they actually finish a lesson and they start to think on their own okay well what went well what surprised me and is there anything i'd do differently we like to think that that would be a normal part of a teacher's process But the fact is that teachers are as busy as you are and many times they don't have the time or they don't create the time to reflect on how a lesson went. They just react based on the surface level. So over time, teachers are going to begin reflecting on their own without you having to ask those questions. Also teachers are going to start to see you as a partner in their growth not as someone that's trying to oversee them and when they do that they will begin seeking you out to initiate more deep conversations around their their instruction the third impact over time is that you will become more proactive because the more you do five-minute coaching the the better you are at listening the more information that you get and you get that information sooner so you'll start to hear themes from teachers and you'll be able to start seeing problems develop before they actually become full-blown so you can act while things are small which if you're a fan of the strategic leadership then you know that um, zero is greater than one and if we can address things before they happen um, that's a huge win so that's one of the benefits through getting information through five minute coaching you're gonna be able to be more proactive as a leader, which in turn gives you more time to get out and do coaching and work with um, teacher development. The fourth thing that happens over time is that your ability to focus will increase and your mind will quiet down. Just taking those few minutes in a five minute coaching session and being totally dialed in and totally present for that teacher going to help discipline your own thinking and your own mind over time and then the fifth and final big impact um, or the thing i guess to consider here is that 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 change is gradual this isn't about getting teachers to change a specific teaching practice it's about getting them to be more reflective over the long term so we really need to be patient with the process Um, you'll see some quick wins. But that's not why we're doing this. We're doing this as a long-term investment. So if you're trying these things, this following list of things, then you're not doing five-minute coaching, right? I said at the beginning of this, five-minute coaching is simple. And unfortunately, uh, we always want to make things complicated. So if you're doing anything from this list of bullet points, you are not doing five-minute coaching. If you're trying to fix things, If you're trying to suggest things, if you're trying to make a situation better, none of those things is five minute coaching. In fact, if you're talking or replying to what the teacher says, you're not doing five minute coaching. If you're thinking about answers or you're thinking about next steps and how you can build or come back and support that teacher later. If you're thinking about something other than what that teacher is talking about, you are not doing five minute coaching. You could use all these questions as part of a more formal coaching cycle after maybe a formal observation and as part of a debrief, but that isn't five-minute coaching. It's not the questions themselves that make it five-minute coaching. It's the entirety of the process. So if you're going to do five-minute coaching, if you're going to call it five-minute coaching, then do it with fidelity. Don't tarnish the brand. (laughs) All right. So the most powerful the simplest but the hardest thing to do in five-minute coaching is to give a hundred percent of your attention your listening and your total presence in the moment to that teacher i've already said this again and maybe this is the third or fourth time in this brief podcast that i'm going to say it which hopefully it reinforces the tremendous value of this You're giving 100% attention and giving them that three minutes of time is an immeasurable gift. Time is finite. We can't make more of it. And so it is actually our most valuable resource. And your teachers know that. So when you give them undivided attention, they know that you are giving them something special. It's so hard to do. It's simple, but it's so hard to do because we want to think about a response or we want to think, or we're thinking about all the lists that are piled up undone and the things we have to do when we're done with this session. But I think by understanding how valuable your full presence is, you're going to be able to start to let go of your need to be thinking about other things, which again, helps you become a better leader. We generally talk about five-minute coaching um, as a follow-up to seeing um, a teacher engage in some kind of practice or hearing about a teacher engaging in a certain practice. So traditionally five-minute coaching is used as a follow-up on a specific lesson, but, but you can use it different ways too. Uh, Instead of just following up on a lesson, you could follow up on a practice. So if your PLC's engaged in a specific teaching strategy that they were supposed to go back and execute, you could have five-minute coaching around that strategy. Hey, have you used that strategy? How did it go? What surprised you? Is there anything you do differently? You can do five-minute coaching around a specific student. If there's a, a student that really has drawn special attention and needs special support, you can do five-minute coaching around that. One of the most powerful things that I've seen some of the principals I work with do is to turn five-minute coaching into a pulse check for assessing school culture, es- especially at this time. And so if you're listening to this podcast when it first comes out, of course, we're in the end of September 2021. So there's still lots of pandemic stuff happening in school. So it's a crazy time. Um, and, and I think most of us were really optimistic in August thinking we we're going to have a normal year and and that's not happened. So So there's disappointment and frustration and it's going on and and lots of disruption in some schools. So we can use five-minute coaching to get a school culture check. And we just say, hey, we know this year has not gone the way that we wanted to, but tell me, what's something that's going well this year? And what have been your biggest surprises? What do you think we could do differently? And if you just walk down the hall, and ask 10 teachers that. It will take you about 20 minutes and you will have a really great understanding of what the most pressing things are for teachers. What you guys should be celebrating, what people are learning, and then also what are some things that you can do or your leadership team can do to help make the situation better. So five-minute coaching can be just a great tool for assessing school culture. You can also use it on a school initiative. So if we're putting in a new math curriculum or math program, I can use five-minute coaching around that to figure out how implementation is going or to help teachers think about their implementation. And then you can also use it around socio-emotional health, um, which sometimes sometimes doubles with the school culture. The example I just gave there would also open things up for socio-emotional health. But we could ask teachers, hey, You know, we know there have been a lot of challenges. How are I want to talk about how you're doing? Like, what's going well with you, and then we can carry on from there. So, what do we do with what we learn from five minute coaching, right? Because pieces of information are data points, and one purpose of five minute coaching is for you to learn more about what's going on your school, which means you're collecting data. It's anecdotal, it's informal, but it's still data. So how can we use that? We can write down after coaching is over. You can go and record the information that you hear. Uh, You probably shouldn't tell teachers that you're writing stuff down and you definitely should not do any writing in front of teachers or during five-minute coaching because we want the process to feel very informal. But if you're hearing, if you hear something important or you're hearing themes emerge from teachers, sure, go back to your office or wherever and jot down some notes. You can also then reflect at the end of the week on the, excuse me, on the themes or on the patterns of data that you're hearing. So if things keep popping up, take some time at the end of the week to really think about what you've heard. You can circle back later, um, hours later or days later, depending on what it is, and you can ask follow-up questions. So let's say a teacher uh, talked about a surprise with the outcome of a certain teaching practice and that, that it really went well or that they felt there was something that they could tweak. And you thought, we really could we could learn more by having a deeper dive into that conversation. So you can circle back an hour later or again days later. And you can say, you know, you mentioned this questioning practice that you were ty- trying out. Can you say more about that? And so this is, this is you've separated it and it's outside the context of five-minute coaching. And you're still keeping it informal, but here's a chance to, to do more reflection on that and maybe expand the teacher's thinking. You could ask as a question, kind of ask for permission. Would you be interested in having a conversation about what you shared earlier today. You can also take that data and if you see something happening with multiple teachers, you can do some normative observations. So normative observations are when we're really gathering group data, not individual performance data. So, um, if I have multiple teachers telling me that they're having trouble Answer, uh coming up with really deep questioning techniques for their students well i can go in and observe a bunch of teachers and kind of record what level of questions that they are asking and then we can take that data back to teachers and start thinking about using that for professional development letting and letting the issues that they're bringing to us actually drive the professional development that we do for them And then you could also use it as formative observation. So remember, normative observations are really about a group of teachers or a practice across a a group. And formative observations are much more about an individual. So if an individual teacher has said in your five minute coaching that they are really struggling with something or just that they're good at something, but they want to get better and there's an area that they want to grow in, we could come back and do a formative observation targeted on that practice, which gets us then a, a deeper level of data, again, to work with that teacher uh, to do a coaching cycle and to grow their practice. So those are some things that we can do with all that great data that we're getting. Some people say that it's, it can be awkward to do five minute coaching, especially if you're an assistant principal that's new to the school, or if you don't have a history of really engaging teachers in instructional conversation, or maybe if you don't have a school culture that is focused on instruction. All all those three things can make this coaching thing feel a little bit awkward and, and, and it's a little bit formulaic, right? But one of the things the the anecdotes to that antidotes is to just be transparent and you can tell your teachers, Hey, I'm working on my instructional leadership. So I'm trying to do this five minute coaching thing. It works like this. I'm going to ask you three questions and then I'm going to be quiet and listen. And it's teaching me to be a better listener. So please be patient with me as I work on this and try to do that. And, and teachers will be generally will be really receptive. I I work with a principal, who wanted to try five minute coaching and she just told her staff what she was doing. And when she went down the hall, people were literally waiting for her to come and ask those five minute coaching questions because they felt that they were helping her. And you know, the great thing is at the same time, she's helping them. So be transparent uh, if you feel awkward about the process. When you're doing five minute coaching sessions with teachers, there can be three specific things that teachers do that kind of put you in a different role and that you're going to be tempted to respond to. So let's look at those. So the the first is that you're doing five minute coaching and you have a teacher or teachers who never have surprises and there's never anything you do differently. And quite frequently, it's those teachers who we come out of an observation with and we're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is a mess. You need to work on this. You need to work on that. But we do five minute coaching and they say, oh, no, every, I didn't have any surprises. Everything's fine. And you're thinking, really, there were five kids throwing paper, wadded up paper in the back of your room and you wouldn't change that. But you don't say that. Right. Five minute coaching, if somebody says they they weren't surprised and they wouldn't do anything differently, that's OK. This process is about them and their reflection, not about you. So that kind of inability to talk about surprises or to talk about what they would do differently is a sign that that teacher probably isn't good at self-assessing or maybe that they don't trust you or even that they don't trust themselves. So the way we help overcome that is by accepting their answers as valid and being appreciative over time is going to help build that trust and then over time help them become more reflective. Right. The beauty of five-minute coaching is it's kind of like yoga. You can start with a really basic down dog pose and it's easy to execute and you can just run with it. But the more you practice, even that same basic pose is going to start to yield deeper and more powerful results. But it is something that happens over time. So when you have those teachers that aren't reflective, accept that. Acknowledge and appreciate the time that they spend with you doing five-minute coaching and just continue to be patient and work with it over time. And eventually, eventually, you should see some kind of a difference. Another thing that happens frequently is that teachers ask for feedback. Oh, tell me this. What did you think? What did you think? Because we've conditioned teachers to ask for feedback from us. So just be honest with them and say, this isn't about me, right? This is my gift to you. This is a time for you to reflect on your practice. and." If they keep pressing, you can say, hey, well, we can come back later and have a conversation about this specific thing if that's really important to you. But right now, it's just about you. So never give them that feedback during five-minute coaching. And then the third thing that can happen, which is really beautiful, is a teacher says, hmm, what surprised me? You know, I want to think more deeply about that. Can I get back to you? And the answer for that is yes, with three exclamation points. That's a home run because what the teacher is telling you is, I want to reflect more deeply. And remember, we said that's the number one goal of five-minute coaching to help them reflect deeply. So if somebody says they want to get back to you, that is absolutely okay. That's a huge win. And you can go back to your office or walk down the hall dancing and celebrating and skipping. The final thing I just want to address is going off script. So again, it's pretty simple because you have an intro, three questions, and then uh, a conclusion. You can drop one or even two of the questions. You could do a five-minute coaching session and just say, I saw this lesson. Were there any surprises? Especially once you've done the practice consistently with teachers, right? And they know the drill. You don't have to go through all three questions. You could go through... Just one or two. But if you add anything, then it's not five-minute coaching. All right. I hope that's been helpful for you. Again, recapping the four major purposes of five-minute coaching, it's to help teachers become more fl- more reflective by creating space for them. It's to show teachers that you value them by listening and giving your undivided attention and time. It's to help you understand better what's happening in classrooms or throughout the building by consistently listening. And then fourth, it's to increase your listening skills so that you're by not thinking about multiple things at the same time. Okay. I think that's a wrap on five minute coaching. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and rate the podcast. That always will help other assistant principals find it. I'm always trying to improve the show, so if you have feedback, please email me at fbusky at gmail.com. This podcast supplements the APEX program, and APEX stands for Assistant Principal Acceleration. If you'd like more content tailored towards the needs of assistant principals, you can learn more about APEX at frederickbuskey.com backslash APEX remember that there's a one pager for five minute coaching again at my website frederickbuskey.com backslash resources. So that wraps up today's show. I'm Frederick Buskey and I hope you'll join me next time for the Assistant Principal Podcast. And I also hope you'll go out and do some five minute coaching. Cheers.